the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Learn to Buy and Sell Cars with your host, Randy Adams. Randy has been in the business for decades and is ready to share with you everything you need to know about buying, selling, trading, and dealing with cars. And now, the host of Learn to Buy and Sell Cars, Randy Adams. Hello, San Antonio. This is Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. God bless you. I hope you're having a great weekend. I hope you get to spend a little time with your family and all. Let's take it to the Lord. Dear Heavenly Father, bless this audience. Bless us all, knowing you, loving you, are, and serving you. Bless us with the wisdom that comes from you. Bless us with wisdom on what to do on every purchase that we make. Help us to take pride, greed, and selfishness out of our lives, that we may serve you, know you, and love you. And ask this all in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, San Antonio, I'll tell you, there's so much going on in the car business. You you won't believe what the feds are doing. They're pumping up the repo business. They're pumping up the banks because we have these stockbrokers that are brilliant, and they go out and they get these bad loans that are drawing big interest, and they say, hey, we're going to put it in a, in a bond, and we're going to sell it on the stock market. We're going to tell everybody how the, the interest rate on these bonds are making, oh, 15 to 26% interest, and you got to have it, and, you know, let me sell you these bonds. So they, they pump these banks up. They pump, they pump the bonds up, and the stock market people make all the money, and then the banks get help from the from the feds. The feds now. This is what's happened in the last six weeks. You can check it with Wall Street Journal. Uh, it's on second and third page. They keep it hid out. They don't want nobody to know what's going on. Uh, they try to keep you in the in the dark. But Wall Street Journal does a pretty good job. Four hundred and fifty billion. That's with a B. A B. $450 billion in the last six weeks. They're pumping up the banks. Oh, man, the banks make, you know, on $100,000, they've loaned out $2 million. They make, you know, five, 600% interest, and then they, they, they're they always in trouble. Why? Because they got billion, billion. They pay big bonuses. They got billion-dollar buildings everywhere, and they keep growing. Hello, Vincent and, and Rick. Uh, and so what, what we've got to understand is you need an even playing field. We want dealers to make money. We want them to be successful. We want to keep their doors open. we got to buy new cars because, hey, you know, there's not enough good used cars around. What all my magazines are bringing, coming in on the mail, all my emails. I mean, I've got a list of email stuff that comes in to teach us how to make more money, to be more profitable. In it. But I want you to, to do it the right way. I want you to follow my website, learntobuyandsellcars.com, and and what you do is find out what your credit score is. Go to ftc.gov or org, either one, and and look up your look up your credit score. Clean your credit up. Talk to a bunch of banks. Get your financing lined up, and be ready for a pure battle for ever available dollar. Like I said, uh, Randolph Brooks ought to be a sponsor for me, because. You know, they don't do indirect lending, so they don't care about car dealers, but they do a lot of lending to a lot of good customers at the best rate. Talked to a lady that uh, called me just this week, said, I've got an 18 Ford truck with 6,000 miles, and now they're offering, you know how desperate Ford is? Think about how desperate Ford is. Hey, zero interest and $1,000 cash. So what they do is they take that thousand dollars a Ford dealer will and they'll apply it to make you you know make it look like you got down payment, and a zero interest. Why? Because they're not selling enough. Because the prices have got too high. Because there's so many repos on there. Seven and a half million bad notes right now is what they're they're telling us. Plus the feds are pumping up the banks trying to get them to to hello Michael and trying the banks are trying to keep. The economy up by the federal sending the banks the money because there's so many repos. Manheim Auction 
their, the, their repo lot is full. Hey, we haven't even got to November. November's when people got Thanksgiving and got stuff going on, and we got Christmas after that. So if a person's going to miss a car payment, they're going to miss November and December. So if we've got too many repos now, why? Because the average loan is $36,912, and that's what uh, the manufacturers have put out. That's what the banking people have put out. And so now you you got a loan for 36900 and in four years from now, your car's worth four grand, five grand. Oh, isn't that a great investment? Can you outrun that deal? But the problem is prices have gone up. We have we have parts have gone up. We have insurance. Gone. Remember, you buy a brand new car. Oh, I love this little darling. And the insurance is high. And next year it goes up and your value goes down. But they don't tell you that. And then the next year it goes down again and the premium goes up again. Oh, well, you know, but that's just the way it is. And then it gets down to where your car's not worth nothing. As remember the bad hailstorm that happened about three years ago. People were driving vehicles that they were paying fifteen to $2,000 a year for full coverage insurance. And when they got their car totaled out by hell, what did they pay them? $800,000, $1,200. I saw lots of examples that way. Know what your vehicle's worth. Go to learntobuyandsellcars.com or give me a call on my mobile. Get pen and paper. I'm going to give it out several times today. 830-708-4789. So this lady's wanting to buy a new vehicle, and she had 1.9 from Randolph Brooks. Great interest rate. She's got great credit, but she's got 6,000 miles on an 18 Ford pickup, and she's thinking about buying a new 19. Well, first off, when she drives off the showroom floor, it's already going to be one year old. Besides losing the value, besides one year, now they're going to work. Hey, but see, they're trying to help the dealers by pumping up the zero interest by getting them people in there to buy. Now, she's thinking about going buy. I told her I wouldn't. She's only got 6,000 miles. It's a 1.9 interest rate, which is a great interest rate. She's not going to save enough to overcome the trade the trade value. Hey, And when there's big deals like this, your 18, your 17, 18 model vehicle is not worth as much because of the big rebate. That's part of our market drop that we're going through right now. See, the market dropped about two grand, and then it stopped. Why did it stop? Because people can't afford new ones. People can't afford, you know, they're, they're sitting on 72-month payments, and now we're going to 84. There's a lot of 84 notes out there. Eight years. Eight years. What's it worth? What's the car going to be worth? What's, you know, the problem with the vehicle is that you, when your vehicle's worth four or 5000 now if you want to replace it, the dealer puts profit in it. There's upkeep. There's maintenance. There's cleanup. There's odds and ends. Now you pay seven, eight thousand for that four thousand dollar car. And so, do you give your trade away? Know what your trade's worth. I outran uh, all of the buying centers around town. I mean, all the buying centers. A uh, lady had a '09 Camry. She wanted uh, to sell it. Uh, she had a great opportunity. Her sister had a car that. Uh, instead of trading it in, I think she gave it to her or, or close to it. So the lady needed to sell an 09 Camry with 159,000 miles. I'm sorry, 115,000 miles. So she she's wanting to sell it. Hello, Steve, Mark, and uh, Ross. Uh, she wanting to sell it. So I told her, I said, well, go shop it. Give me a call when you're ready to sell it. She got ready to sell it yesterday, brought it by. Had a little damage, not bad. Needs a new headlight and then all. But, you know, she'd been shopping everybody and been hitting her four and five grand. I gave 6000 for it. I give more than a 1000 more than anybody else. I'll fix the car up and resell it. But, I mean, I outran them. I, I outrun all these buying centers, you know, 19 out of 20 times. And there's some buying centers that, uh, that advertise they'll give you all the money for their vehicle. I beat them every time. I, I don't know when the last time they beat me. But I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly – the key overhead. My overhead is super low. Also, I've got all the right connections as where to sell the stuff for the for the most money. And with the overhead super low, I don't have to make a whole lot of money to overcome my overhead. I'm a blessed man. My lot's paid for. My cars are paid for, and I and I love what I do. And so I want to continue 
to be the best I can be. Are, are you the best you can be? You know, do unto others as, as you would have done to you. But see, that that's that's the problem with the car business. I want, when I go out and all the car people go out, they want the best deal. They know how to buy. They know how to push everybody's button. They know how to work the deals. They go to the, if they buy a new TV, they want the best product for the best price with the longest free warranty. They don't want to pay the free warranty, no warranties, you know. They want to deal with the owner or the manager. And they, you know, they don't want no, I don't want to talk to no salesperson. I want to talk to the man. Well, can't we do the same thing when you walk into the dealership? Do you want to talk to the man? Hey, the owner's number one not going to be around. General sales manager's not going to be around. And, and the new car sales managers and the used cars make all the deals. And the pressure's on them to overcome the overhead, to show a big profit, and to make money for them and their family. Hey, don't don't get mad at me. It's... Don't get excited. It's only a job. It's my job. That's what I've got to do. You know, I've explained to you before that so many people uh, get get excited because they know somebody in the business. Well, I got news for you. If you don't, you know, if the owner don't have the deal and write the deal and do the deal, you're you're dealing with somebody that's under authority. That authority says you got to make this much money. You got to do this. The managers are under authority. They're, they got to make money. They've got to get the profit up where they get their big bonuses. So the, the, it just goes flows downhill, and you've got to understand that. And so when they go out and buy something, they know how to do it. They know how to beat everybody up, and, you know, and it gets back to that authority. Everybody's got some kind of authority except for the owners. And then the owner's authority is greed and pride and selfishness. And so they, they've got a, a level and that they want to be under. So you're working against a team of professionals. And do you want to be that professional? Do you want to be professional on your, on your budget, on your money? The hard-earned money that you make, you, you've worked all week for, and then you hand that payment to a bank on a vehicle. You remember these car dealers, they don't care what they say, what they do, how much they make, because the bank is the one that takes it in, in the long run. Now, we're going to talk a little bit about lifetime warranties. And it, here's my article. It's on Facebook Live. I, I'm showing the article. I even got it turned around where they can read it this time, Barry. I'm doing good. Hey, you didn't remind me about the phone number. Call in here, 210 340 9585 210-340-9585. There's no dumb questions. Also, the, if you want to listen to the show again, it'll be this is the last Saturday. I'm staying on KSLR. I'll be back here next Saturday. But Saturday uh, at 11, I mean 1 p.m. on uh, Radio 1160 Freedom is the last time that I'm going to be on that radio station. But we've got other stations We've got so many stations want my radio show. Why? Because we teach the good, the bad, and the ugly about the car business. We're trying to help you, educate you, where you have some money left, so you have some value in your vehicle left, so you know what you're doing and you make a better decision. The car business has changed tremendously the last seven or eight years, and it's going to continue to change, and it's going to continue to get tougher, and the overhead's going to keep going up. Prices on new ones are going to keep going up. The repo rate's going to keep coming up. So where are you going to be? Now, this, this it says here, and this is an article in a car dealer magazine. You don't get this magazine. This is for just for car dealers. With my portfolio, I am completely on the reassurance company's affiliate with each of our stores. So 100% of the underwriting profits are mine to keep. My reserve counts are funded weekly with no delay, and I direct the investment strategy for more profit. Right there it says more profit. Why? Because lifetime warranties, they charge you plenty of money for lifetime warranties. And then what happens after that? Then they look for a reason not to pay. And then what happens after that? They run you through the service department. And they make more money on the service department because they get you to fix things that you don't fix or you're not ready to fix or don't need to fix. And also they charge you more money in order to keep your lifetime warranty. Now, you need to come in here in order to keep your lifetime warranty. That way I can sell you brakes a little early. You know, I sent a 
a car to a man, a listener that was buying a car, and he said, Randy, uh, they said that the brakes are 50%. They need to be changed. 50%? They still got 50% left. But, you know, and brakes are cheap. They don't cost much for me to exchange. I mean, labor's 50 bucks, and, and, and the best brakes were 50 bucks. So, I mean, for $100, make the customer happy, that that's a deal, you know. So, But, you know, these guys want to tell you how much more that is, how much you need to do. They, they want you inside that door. How do they sell you? When you're on their property. When you're on, they've got a home field advantage, and that's that's what it is. We've got a caller coming in. And so, uh, you know, that that's the advantage they have. They want you there on the lot, there to sell, there to upsell, there to put fear in your heart. Oh, you need to, you need to put those you need to change those brakes out. There's only fifty percent left. Well, I got news for you. Time we got the brakes off, it was better than fifty percent. Plus, they were a super good quality of brake on there, and you know it really didn't need to change. But I was making a customer happy. That's what it took. You know what does it take to make make a person happy? That's the key. You know, are you happy? Well, we're trained to do that. So, uh, Jace, all right. And so, uh, you know, hello, Jace. This is Randy Adams. Thanks for calling to learn to buy and sell cars.com. Hey, Randy. Good morning. God bless you. Thank you. Hey, I was, I was, you know, of course, I always buy cars, but I, the, I was thinking about leasing one, and they were telling me, you know, different kind of leasing options. I don't quite understand about, you know, open-ended or closed-ended. And, you know, I like buying Mercedes, and they're pretty expensive. Well, that's, uh, I understand where you're coming from, but Dave Ramsey who's a guru on, on financing and budget and everything else, says never lease a car. Well, most, most uh, especially outside leasing, but not with a factory. And, I mean, if you decide to lease, you just got to shop, shop, shop. You got to know how many miles you're putting on. You've got to know how much they charge you know, on penalty. I had some people in the, uh, the other day that had a penalty of 22000 on mileage. It's hard to believe, but it was 22000 They said, we got to pay 22000 because of penalty, I said, "Well, what can you buy the unit for?" They said, thirteen thousand. I said, "Well, I'll give eleven thousand. Do you want to pay them twenty-two thousand, or do you want to pay me?" Now, if that had been an open-end lease, they'd had to buy it because you know of the price. But if the if the leasing company goes and sell it, you owe the difference. You owe what they sell it for. And a lot of these open-end leasing places, what they do is they sell them to their buddies or somebody they're doing a lot of business with, and there can be some stuff, money on the table. You're not going to get the full amount. you got to know what your vehicle's worth. You might try to sell it on your own before you turn it over to the leasing company because I've seen a lot of Mickey Mouse deals, a lot of money on the table, you know, and you are got to pay. It's open-end. you got to pay. So, in other words, if they sell your unit, and uh, your your residual is still twenty two thousand, and they sell it for ten thousand. You owe that leasing company twelve thousand. And if and if you got closed in, it depends on how many miles you put on. I had a gentleman the other day that came by the lot, and he asked me what his vehicle was worth, and they had the residual way high, but he only had six thousand miles. He drove three years on six thousand miles, so he lost that mileage, and they had built it in. The leasing companies don't take any, no gamble at all, none at all. They make 15%, sometimes up to 20% on the car, so they make more money than the new car dealers do. But if the new car dealers lease it, they make more money than they do when they sell it. And then they're going to leave room what that car's worth. They're, hey, they know that in three years from now, they don't know what the market is. They know that in three years, they don't know what shape that car's going to be. They know in three years, there might be a new body change, and the vehicle's going to be worth less money. And so they have to look at the future. They look at the future. The customer don't. The customer guess what his miles are. And they, you know, I had a gentleman call me the other day wanting to buy a cheap car because he's got too many miles on the car that he's leasing. And he's going to have to let it sit because the penalty, he made a mistake and signed up at 50 cents a, a mile penalty. And, he, you know, and before you know it, if you've got 10,000 miles on it, you're going to pay a lot of money. And if he got 20,000 miles, it'd be $10,000, you know. And so the penalty's there because these, these manufacturers, these leasing companies don't want to gamble. 
they don't want to take a chance in three years from now losing money. So if you go an open end, you're going to have to take the loss. If it's closed in, they're not going to gamble on the loss, so they're going to make that payment high enough or the penalty high enough to make sure that they've got a profit at the end of the deal. So they make money going in and coming out. Plus, you got to have good credit. If you lease a car, you got to have better credit than you, than what you can buy. So I mean, a Mercedes. You know, you also you've got maintenance. You've got you got to know the new deal coming in, in in something I don't know if you'd be interested in. And also, you know, they're going to say you how much it's a hundred percent write off, but it's not. It's in whatever tax bracket you're in is what you really write off. You have another question? Yeah. Yeah, see, and I drive about 100 miles a day, and I was kind of worried about the the mileage stuff. And then what if I get a scratch? I mean, I might owe more than if I just bought the car. Yep, that's great. Well, these people at $22,000 penalty on mileage, you know, they had to buy the car. I bought the car. They took a a $2,000 loss. That was better than $22,000. And then the— Do you have a Mercedes? I'm looking for a convertible. Well, I don't lease. I do oh. not lease, and uh, you know, and and you're evidently you can afford to buy what you afford. There's two kinds of cars afford and can't afford, and that's good. I want you to have it, but also, uh, Jace, I want you to have a mechanic on hand, and I've got the best Mercedes mechanic around. I know all the best mechanics. I know the all the best body shops. I got the best windshield lady. Uh, I know all the people, and if you you know. I, I deal with so many people. I deal with so much real estate. I got the best real estate lady. Uh, and so I deal on me being the best and the people I deal with being the best. But you need a Mercedes mechanic just in case because you need my phone number, 830-708-4789, because you need to know this guy because he can fix them better, faster, cheaper, a lot cheaper than any Mercedes store, and you need a you need a mechanic if you buy a Mercedes or a BMW. You need to know this guy that I've got. Tony's the best. So, but you've got to understand you're probably better off buying now. The new deal coming out is called Clutch, and it's a new system coming out where you pay one figure, and it, your maintenance, everything's included except for gasoline. But the problem is the dealer makes two three hundred a month. So every year we make twenty four hundred or thirty six hundred on your vehicle. Everything's figured in, maintenance is figured in, depreciation's figured in, everything's figured in. You pay one figure to drive whatever you want to drive. And if you want to change from month to month, you can do it, but there's a change fee. And so the dealer continues to make two three hundred a month plus the change fee and everything else. So that's the new system that all of the big guys are working on because they they know that everybody wants convenience, everybody wants life simple, and they don't care about money. They don't care what it costs. The problem is now that's why we've got too many repos, and that's why the, the feds are pumping up the banking business with $450 billion in the last six weeks, and they're not done yet. The rumor is they're going to go to somewhere around November 15th pumping billions, not millions, billions into the banking business. So if if I can help you anyway, Jace, please give me a call on my mobile. Oh, I, w- I will, Randy. I appreciate you. Take donations. I think you saved me $10,000. <laughs> uh, yeah, we we appreciate that. And uh, tell tell 20 people that you've listened okay, to my radio Randy, show. We, tell God 20 people. You. Was, God bless you. Yeah, tell- I didn't know you was on the radio. I'm going to tune in next week. I love uh, it. Thank you very much, Jason. Also, tell 20 people you, you like my show. Tell 20 people to go to my website. Tell 20 people, hey, Randy Adams buys the good, the bad, and the ugly. And uh, with low overhead and lots of options and a lot of people and a lot of stuff working, uh, it's it's the best way for me to, to continue to do my best. Hey, and 95% of my business is talking to people, giving them options, giving them education like Jace did, and understanding open-end, closed-end leases. But like Dave Ramsey says, do not lease a car. I don't believe in leasing a car because I I know the profit they make. I know what they're doing. I know uh, uh, they don't take any gamble. 
There's no gamble to them at all. And I know there's too many games that everybody plays. The car business is full of, of liars. Asked uh, John Clay Wolf on another radio station. He'd been in the business 25 years, about half what I've been in there. And he says everybody in the retail business is liars. And and that's how that works. I mean, that's what he says. I know a few, I know some good people. I, I, I advertise for Covert Auto Group. Uh, they're they're on another station of mine, and I can get a brand new Chevrolet Ford Dodge Jeep, Buick, uh, Lincoln, Cadillac delivered to your house at the best price. I don't make any money. They sponsor my show. I'll I'll try to buy your car if they give too much. I'll let them have it. But remember, I get the, the brand new car delivered to your door at the best price. And no hassle with the F and I department that you spend six hours in the dealership and them beating you up and lie on the radio and TV that I found a simple deal. We'll be back Facebook in four minutes. We'll take a short break. Hey, text somebody, call somebody to listen to our show. God bless you, San Antonio. We'll be right back. Hello, I'm Randy Adams, learn to buy and sell cars.com. Heard right here at 630, the word, every Saturday morning at 9 a.m. I talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly in the car business. You need any questions answered, give me a call, 830-708-4789. Yeah, hello, San Antonio. It's Randy Adams, learn to buy and sell cars.com. I know uh, David McGee personally. He was a banker of mine when he was in New Brownsville. And I've been trying to tell him he needs an MG Bank to advertise to, to help his customers make better decisions, to buy better, and to understand the car business. And uh, he'd make a great sponsor for this show. I just can't talk to banks and credit unions into sponsoring this show. Don't they want their – I would come to their bank to and talk to their and teach their best customers or their employees. Don't you want your employees knowing? Do you want them in trouble all the time and owing too much? making payments on something that's not a good vehicle? Don't you want to take your employees so they can make it to work? That's my theory on it. I don't know. I could be wrong. Thanks for tuning back in to Randy Adams Live. Hello, Ori. I'll see you tomorrow. I'm, uh, I'm a concierge at a door on, at Cornerstone Church on Sundays uh, on the Stone Oak side, and I get to see her every week and so many other my listeners. I have so many of my listeners that go to Cornerstone Church, and I thank you, and we get to talk about what's going on in the car business and uh, how bad F&I is, finance and insurance. you got, hello, Peggy, you got to be ready because it says four ways to kill your F&I downtime. Here's the article. It's the Car Dealer Magazine again. You know, we're talking about the big profits over here on lifetime uh, reassurance. That's where you insure uh, extended warranties yourself. And Hello, Irma. And so, but on this other side, it says you shouldn't waste your downtime in F&I. Read your product contracts. Somebody's going to read the product contracts? Oh, not the F&I person. They don't care. They're going to sell you, gather the money, gather the money from the bank and kiss you goodbye, tell you I love you, come back when you're ready to buy another car. And then watch your YouTube videos. You know, I've told you all about YouTube, training on YouTube. There it is. I got it on. Put it on Facebook Live, YouTube training. Watch your YouTube trainings. Yeah, this is great information out there on YouTube. Identify one of your struggle areas. Find a couple of videos. Listen and watch what a colleague is doing and what kind is the best about the presentation oh man and then role play role play with your family role play with salesmen work you don't and attend training and conferences we have emails the f and i department hello hunter uh, the and craig and the hey the f and i department is a big big factor in profit at these dealerships. Yes, dealerships have to make money. Yes, we want them to stay in business, but we don't want you to get ripped off. We don't want you in that in that debtor's prison. We don't want you to buy something you don't need to buy. You know, and I've had so many people ask, "Do you buy extended warranties on new cars?" I said, "I don't." 
I said, I'd buy one when it's got 34,000, 35,000 miles if I think I need one, if I think I got a lemon. And I had a caller, a listener, call in about a lemon that he's, he's got, and it's a 13. I said, you should have done something about it when it was almost new. So well, it stayed in shop so much I couldn't get it out. He said, I, it was lived in there. I said, for the first two years, it was in the shop more, and I drove it. And it was my wife's car anyway. We got plenty of cars. She was driving something else. It's a hassle. What man makes breaks. Nothing's perfect. Not in the car business. You think all these parts stores around. Hey, you ready for this? How come in, in, on the stock market, AutoZone is 1100 and Ford is $8? I know there's more investors in Ford, and I know they split the stock. But how come AutoZone is 1100 Is that because they sell so many parts? Is that because so many of them break? Is that the key? That's another factor of this of repos because it costs so much money to fix. We used to fix cars for a hundred. Now we get it takes a thousand. You can almost be anything. I mean, I had a little minor deal, and the only person who could fix it was a Ford dealer. Sent it to them. It was three hundred and eighty dollars for a little minor wiring deal. But I mean, parts are so high, uh, labor's so high. That, Mechanics got to make money. I agree on that. You got to have a good mechanic that you can trust. And I know a bunch of them and I understand the business and they love me giving them plenty of business because we fix so many cars. I mean, it seems like ever, uh, at least half the cars that we buy got issues and and that's trying to buy good cars. And so we want you to, you need to understand just like the leasing, open in, closed in, just like trade-ins, what your car's worth. Why did the market drop? The market dropped September 15th. Hey, I mean, it dropped and stopped. Why? Because just like that, too many repos. Repos are stacking up. New, hey, 2020s are on the on the showroom floors. We got 19 sitting there. Some of them's got 18s. They're trying to find a way. They're trying to convince you to get in on the door and make sure that you make that right decision uh, with them because they got to have a home field advantage. You know, hello, Gordon. And they, they want you in on that dealership to know exactly what you know. But, you know, we are we insane? Do we do the same thing over and over, buying the same kind of car, getting ourselves going to the same dealership? I mean, you got to shop price. It's just like insurance companies. You know, we want something simple. We want convenience, and we stay with insurance companies. But I was talking to some people lately that listened to the show, and they finally started shopping insurance companies' prices and, and telling me, hey, I can't believe, I can't believe how much money I saved. Well, insurance companies, just like car dealers, you keep coming in. They, You know, we're friends, you know, but I can go up on you. I'm going to make more money on you. You believe in me. You trust in me. Do you? Who do you trust? It's hard to trust anybody in this old world today. Well, look at our city council. They just signed up on some kind of deal, and they don't even know what it's all about, but it's climate change. They don't understand the deal, but they signed up on it. They don't care. We elect these. You know what we need to do? We need to start a new politic party. Yeah, Christians. Get all the Christians together, no matter if if you're Baptist or Lutheran or Catholic or whatever, all come together and vote the Bible. And let's get some Christian people to run for office. And let's get the Christians to vote them. We can knock out the Democrats and the Republicans if we would come together as one under Christ. One under Christ. And and we need to do that because just like our city officials, they don't care about us. We elect them, and then they do whatever their hearts most, and most of them are communists. I mean, they, they went to the state, and they said, hey, go up 281 and mess up all the lights and make it make the traffic all messed up. I could straighten the traffic out on 281 tremendously if they let me control the lights, but they got it all backwards. They let the side streets have the right-of-way and not 281, and they, they must live out somewhere at Bergfeld because that light— the Burkfelt Road's got twice the amount of time versus 281. But they want you to hate cars. They want you to hate being in a the car. They want you to hate traffic. That's because our city council are pure communists, and our mayor, he's George Soros in, in disguise. Yeah, that's George Soros in disguise. Yep, that's him. That's our mayor. So, But they want you to hate 
driving a car. Are you, where's the bus system? How's the bus system work? I was in San Marcos the other day. They had bus system running in every direction. But, of course, you know, there's no parking at Southwest Texas. When I went to college there, we had plenty of parking. Now there's no parking. But, you know, we're in a battle for all our money. We're in a battle against the politics. We're in a battle against city officials. We're in a battle. We're a constant in a battle. We're in, we're in battle for our money, trying to collect our money. We're in a battle trying to understand what our budget is, and we don't know what the future is. And now they're going to eight-year notes. And let me tell you something. The manufacturers are scared we'll go to 10-year notes. And convenience. Now they're trying to figure out clutch. Oh, yeah. Hey, that's a great deal for dealers. I'm probably going to sign up on that deal. I can make two, 300 a month while you're driving the car. And when you get out, I'll put you in something else. Yeah, and I'll charge you for switching. They... But, see, people want convenience. I want them, just like these right now, a lot of used car, major, big-time used car, and they're owned by billionaires, you know, uh, billionaires own all the big used car lots in town. And so they finance how they make money. They finance because you don't check your interest rate. They, they find, they'll hit you for 15 to 20% interest when, like that lady had 1.9, and she was worried about that was too high. Can you imagine if she'd signed up with one of these big used car dealerships at 15 or 20 percent? She'd had a heart attack. And then they sell extended warranties. They sell GAP. They sell add-ons. And then we had this lady in that's working uh, with me a little bit. She worked for a big place, and they were starving her to death. Why? Because the owner makes all the money. And he takes all the profit out of the deal, and he packs cars. What's a pack? A pack's the overhead they put to each vehicle so, you know, they'll clear the overhead. Give us a call here. We've got a few minutes left, 210-340-9585. That's 210-340-9585. And so, you know, you got to understand with this market change, you own new market or old market. If I own a stock for $100 and I bought it in September and now the market is $75, do I pay for that same stock 75 or do I pay 100 That's what we're seeing. This market has dropped. The only problem is there's not enough low mileage nice cars. So the market has dropped. And the, even the guys that were paying top money September, August, or now they've backed off. They're not paying that kind of money. Why? Because they know the market drop. Here we go again. They're the same way. They're not going to pay 100 for a stock when they can buy it for 75 They backed off their buying. Everybody's backed off their buying. But the cars that are over 140,000 miles, 120,000 miles, they're past that miles. They are tough, tough, tough. I've got a lot of people saying, hey, I've got this diesel truck with 250,000 miles. That's off the market. These high-dollar, high-dollar diesels with low miles have dropped tremendously. Uh, just to give you an example, we bought a vehicle. I sold it for 49000 Yeah, a used truck, three-year-old used truck for 49000 The dealer sold it right away. He made money. But a new one's eighty, and it was low miles. And so, you know, that vehicle in August, September— I could have sold it for fifty one, fifty two thousand. It's dropped two or three thousand. Somebody got them a good buy. You know, I got some vans. I've got three quarter ton long Chevrolet vans, nineteens with low miles, that are you know somewhere around fifteen, sixteen, seventeen thousand cheaper than a new one. I've got long bed regular cab Chevrolet pickups, eighteens low miles, you know, and they're twelve thousand cheaper than a new one with, you know, under 20,000 miles. There's deals out there, and this market has dropped, and it's changed, and the new cars are still high, but there's some mar- there's some bargains on the market right now, and you've just got to get out and search them and look for them. And so we're always looking for cars for customers, my radio customers, and opportunities. I, I sold one uh, uh, Thursday, yeah, that was Thursday, to a lady, and she was looking at a new one, New one's thirty seven thousand. I sold it to her for twenty two nine. And it was under ten thousand miles. A cargo van, three quarter ton, under ten uh ten thousand miles for twenty two nine. 
there's some bargains out there, but you've got to look. You've got to be aware. You've got to understand. You know, and a ten thousand it was ninety nine hundred miles on that van. So I mean, she saved seventeen thousand. No, she. I'm sorry, she saved fourteen thousand on that van. And so you've got to understand that they're out there. You've got a little work saves you a little money. A lot of work saves you a lot of money. You want to spend a lot of work, or you want to spend a little work. And also, if you want, you don't want to fool with the F and I department, I mean, I have so many family members who have people in the business who come to me to get a new car because I can get it delivered to your door. You don't have to fool with the F and I department. You can shop hard, hard. You can't beat the price. We give plenty for the trade, or they'll leave. they outbid me the other day on a vehicle because they needed it. I let them have it. So you know, we want you to get the best you can get at this deal. Uh, new cars are are going to continue to go up. Pricing is going to continue. Overhead is going to continue to go up. You know, so there's there's no way unless you really study what you're doing to make the right decisions. You know, uh, I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly, and I want you to know it. You're going to see more and more uh, big rebates. You're going to see more and more of the of the new car manufacturers trying to dump on the market. And they need rebates. They price themselves out of the market. I mean, you know, who had ever dreamed? I remember back in the 70s when they predicted that new cars would be $10,000, and everybody was in an uproar. I can't believe new cars are going to be that high. Can you imagine? I mean, you know, oh, wow, the average new car going to be $10,000? Everybody thought they were nuts, you know, and I thought to myself, Man, how are they going to be that high? I bought a new Camaro in 67, uh, 68, I'm sorry, a 68 Camaro, brand new. It was 2200 Of course, it was stripped down. I didn't need air conditioning. I didn't need, I, I liked standard shifts back then, and I still like standard shifts, even though Millenniums can't drive them. And, uh, and so, you know, I, that's, what, that's part of it. But, I mean, now the cars are I mean, it's nothing to walk into a new car dealership and see them forty, fifty thousand trucks, eighty, ninety thousand. They're talking about going to a hundred thousand, and now these these trucks, diesel trucks, more to maintenance, more to upkeep. And when they break, Bubba, whoo, mercy, hold on, because it's going to be a rough, rough ride if it's broke. Uh, just a minor. I bought a diesel yesterday, minor diesel leak. It's going to be six hundred to fix. It's a minor leak, six hundred to fix. Amazing, you know, the cost of and hey, and this is a good mechanic and he works right for me, cheap. You know, he's a, and he cuts me a deal because I take him all my diesel work, and it's it's going to be that kind of money. I mean, for a minor leak, I mean, it's my the gasket's probably a dollar, you know, that he's got to replace. But it's gonna cost me six hundred to fix. I mean, so I mean, how many times we've got Fords quit building cars? Why? Because they have so many problems with them. They are gonna quit building cars. They're gonna keep the Mustang. Mustang don't have much problems. They're great little cars, great little cars. But their other cars are having so much problem. Plus, they they signed a deal with the uh, with Nissan on Nissan transmission CVT. And, man, they, those transmissions had a lot of problems. Quality of the cars have gone down. Of course, mechanics, mechanic shops love it because, they, you know, they, they, you got to spend money. That's why I work so hard at dealing with the best people, the most honest people I can, and even if in real estate. I mean, I buy houses, sell houses, buy rental property, work on stuff. I mean, you know, uh, I've got the best real estate lady. I've got... I know the mechanics that work on certain, just like that when Jace called in a while ago, if he needs my mechanic, he needs a Mercedes mechanic. He works on Mercedes BMW. He works on everything for me. And I, I keep him, I rented a building to him for a long time and probably going to put him in another building soon. So, you know, paint and body. George Laredo's the best. I'm telling you, I love him for the money. Uh, Gina, she does work on windshields. I had a guy tell me, he said, I need to spend, he was needing to sell his car, but his windshield was destroyed. $450 he was priced. I got him a windshield for $180. You know, he was thrilled. 
thank me. You know, ninety-five percent of my business, when you call me on my phone, is giving you options, telling you where to go, what to do. Give me a call on my mobile eight three zero seven zero eight four seven eight nine. Love to tell you. Hey, and if you like this show, hello, old Ford Wagner. Man, I've done business with him forever. I remember the old days in Hempstead, Texas. He used to pick up 20, 30 at a time for me out of Lawrence Marshall. Uh, but, you know, uh, I want you to un- – I had another man call me about his car having a lot of problems, and he was worried about diminished value. I said, where'd you come up with diminished value? He said, I listened to your show. He said, I've lost value on it. I said, diminished value is when you're accident. Your your vehicle is a lemon. Yeah, you've got diminished value because it – the Carfax tattoos it, puts a, puts a list every time it's been in the shop. So he said, well, I, I think I deserve diminished value. I said, I don't know who's going to pay it. The dealership's not going to pay it. You, you can go talk to them, but I don't think so. What man makes breaks? Not, nobody's perfect. I'm not perfect. You're not perfect. The vehicle's not perfect. You know, and that vehicle don't know who owns it. He don't know what it's worth. He don't know that he's broke except for that little computer talking to you. And he don't care. So, I mean, and the dealerships, some of the dealerships don't care. You know, if something goes wrong, oh, you bought it is as is, Bubba. You should have bought a warranty with it. And then you get this warranty. They don't fix half the stuff. And they look for a reason not to pay you. This is a battle. It's a constant battle for every available dollar that you've got. That's why I want you to go to my website, learntobuyandsellcars.com. First off, describe your car or give me a call for a bid on it, 830-708-4789. I'm buying a RAV4 with a bad oil pump Monday, so I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. Uh, Buying 19 vans, 18 vans with low miles, so I'll buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. We We had a 19 ready for this. We had a 19 Chevrolet pickup with 600 miles. No, it hadn't been wrecked. No, it was like new, but it had 600 miles. Why does a person trade a Chevrolet for GMC with 600 miles on it? That didn't make sense to me, but we bought it and resold it. Like I say, I bought a lot of late model Ford diesels, Chevrolet diesels, way cheaper, two, three, four thousand cheaper than they have been. Four or five months ago, do you want to own old market or do you want to own new market? Do you want to buy what the new prices are, they're lower, or do you want to buy an old market? Do you want to pay for somebody's mistake? Do you want to pay for a dealership that's owned the car too long? You need to know how long he's owned it. You know, some of them will lie to oh, we just got it. Well, then you ought to be on the new market. The price ought to be better. Shop prices. The problem is when you're shopping prices now, everybody's on the old market. They bought and they traded for cars in uh, August and September when the market was high. A lot of these guys, the market changed, and they can't feel it. They can't. And my sons, T.K. Snyder, my best friend who buys for me, he's an auctioneer. He'll tell you, I can smell the market changing. I can smell the market coming. But it's really the smell of the Holy Spirit telling me. He gives me wisdom. He's been in my life. He's changed my life. He take he took me from a taker to a giver. You know, and if you got that giving, caring, content heart, and you want to do your best and you want to be your best, are you a taker? Who don't care if you're the best? Who don't care who wants to take advantage of everybody? Who's never content, never happy? I see the difference. Car dealers are never happy, never content, never sell enough, never make enough money, uh, don't care. They'll they'll treat their family and their friends the same way they treat everybody because guess what? You got to make money on your friends because your enemies don't come around. That's the theory they got. Hey, if you walk in that door, you're fair game, and they don't want you walking out. They want to be the best they can be at making money. When money's your God, a lot of things don't fall in place. I want to fall in place. I want to be the best I can be. I want to understand the business. I want to understand your needs. Give me a call, and people can't believe I answered the phone call, 830-708-4789. And they can't believe I call them back. I wouldn't put my phone number out if I don't want to talk to you. I enjoy listening to you. 
I, I had a guy, gentleman come to visit me at my lot the other day. He happened to catch me there. You got to call me if you're coming. That's the best way because I may not be there. I'm traveling all the time, moving all the time, looking all the time, seeing people's cars, going out, looking at them, meeting them lots of times in different places. And so please call me. But this guy shows up, you know. He says, hey, man, I can't believe you sit down and talk to me for 30 minutes. I said, you know, in between I had a call or two. But, yeah, I want to know what you need. I want to help you. I want to give you options. I've got some people right now that have – you know, I had a lady that had a terrible interest rate, terrible. And she had the money in the bank, but she didn't ask. Convenience. Going online. If you want to go online and buy a vehicle, be prepared because now they have systems that will beat you up. Now they have systems to make more money on you. Now they have systems to push your button. They got computers all set up with every option on you. So when you go on there and you fill it out, number one, they know all your information. They know who you are, what you can afford, what they can do. And so then when you start hitting those buttons, those options come in at you left and right. So they've got ways now. There'll be computer people or computers taking over the F&I job someday. And I I don't think we're far from it because they can put those options in. And what you hit, there'll be two or three new questions coming your way. Hello, I'm Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. Thank you for tuning in. God bless you. I hope you have a great day. Hey, 99% of addictions are, uh, to, are due to unforgiveness, mother, father, or spouse. Take the pride out of your life. Take the greed out of your life. Understand that we're, we're on this earth short time. I mean, you know, be the best you can be. Love and care. I've learned something that's, that matters to me. The more forgiveness you have, the more love for your spouse God will give you. He'll give you the love for your fellow man that you won't understand. The love to care and and be truthful and take care of them and be the best person you can be. God bless you, San Antonio. I hope today is your kind of day and that you'll reach out and be the best person you can be. God bless you. I love you, San Antonio. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.